right. So this is two girls, one murder. I'm one of your co-hosts, Blair Morgan Reeves. And I'm your other co-host, Eleni. I feel like I feel like I need to have something to follow Eleni. The only reason I'm like so skeptical to say my full name is because like I have like, you know, clients and people out there that can find and identify me. So I'm just scared. But also, you know, we talked about it. It's funny you brought that up because I was actually thinking of maybe I just uh figure out a different intro for myself and don't say my full name because <laughs> I now feel because I've done it so many times now it feels weird oh okay it feels like uh I'm saying too many words I'm getting a little self-conscious I'm also getting uh, self-conscious I- because this is our first time not recording um together so I'm in yeah. helicopters flying over I'm sure it's not getting picked up, but if it is, um, I'm just going to be, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be like sitting here nervously, like, Oh, there's a siren. Oh, there's, you know, a helicopter. (laughs) It adds to the authenticity of it all. I love personally love the sound of sirens and helicopters on my end. I'm concerned about the dogs barking. So, you know, we'll just troubleshoot. I haven't heard any, anything so far from when, whenever you're talking, I haven't heard any of those things. So I think, Oh, great. Great. Yeah. My only other concern is that Kyle will barge in um, needing like clothes or something because I'm sitting in our bedroom. I, I think I'm good because I gave him the whole living room with video games, <laughs> food and the bathroom. But he might come <laughs> at some point and be like, sorry, I need to grab something. Oh, <laughs> he might need to uh, change his socks if the video games get too intense. I'll sweat, sweat right through them. Yeah, right. You might you might need to change the clothes, but um, yeah, I'm excited for this episode. It's a short stab. We're gonna actually finally do our first real short stab. I say that because all of ours ended up being longer than um, some of our actual episodes, which is fine. <laughs> we just got passionate about our short stab topics. Oh my god, that's so true. Long stab. Yeah, it was yeah, more it was like great. a long stab. Or several stabs. You're stabbing the person to death with mm. your long ass episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, today we're. Um, it's a new year. Um, it's happy new year. It's twenty twenty two. Wild. Um, how do you how do you feel about a new year? What does it like mean for you? Do you have any significance when like a new year comes around? Um. I used to have this tradition where like throughout the year, I would write down like things like if I had a good day, I'd write it down on a little piece of paper with a date and then fold it up and put in this jar. And I would collect like shit throughout the year. And at the end of the, on New Year's Eve, I'd read it all and look back on my year and be like, oh my God, look at all the shit that I did this year. Um, But that kind of stopped in 2020. Fair. I feel like when the world stopped, my memories stopped but I do really still like to um I don't know I like to reflect on on what I've done this year in terms of like personal growth and um you know there's a lot of things that I set out to do in 2021 that I did and this this podcast being one of them I mean I've I've told you like I've never really stuck to anything I've never I'm not good with consistency and that's something I've wanted to work on in my life in all areas so I think that this podcast honestly like helped me to do that. I mean, this has been like a really fun project that, you know, you and I started and, and it has 
honestly, like I'm, I'm so grateful for it because it's built our friendship up. It's forced me to hold myself accountable. You hold me accountable as fuck. Like <laughs> you are on your shit. Like you are organized and, and I love that. And I think that balance out balances out like my disorganization. I mean, a perfect example literally happened yesterday where I had like fucking ha- like double booked like a-, a something with the time of our recording and I was like I'm the fucking worst player you're like I'm setting up and I'm like fuck I'm driving <laughs> somewhere else and so we like I'm so I'm still working on it but here we are we're still recording we didn't cancel um aka so I'm like the psychopath of the partnership <laughs> where I'm like a crazy calendar freak so you've actually speaking of balancing people out you've helped me be more like flexible and just have fun and not take something that is supposed to be fun like the whole reason we started with this was to have fun and so if something important comes up or I'm not feeling well like you know one time I canceled last year because I didn't feel good and being able yeah. to be like you know this isn't, this is important to us, but this is, doesn't come before like our lives and stuff is going to happen. Right. And to like be flexible and not beat myself up about if I miss like a recording or if we need to change, like to really not get upset about that, which is like huge for me to like practice and get better at is like letting go of my tight schedule and just saying like, you know what? I had plans to do 30,000 things today for some reason. And clearly you overbooked yourself and it's a good thing that half of them like didn't happen. <laughs> And like, exactly, (laughs) exactly, exactly. So I mean, I guess for the new year, I don't really I'm not like really big into resolutions. I used to do those, but um, it would really like, I would end up hurting my own feelings because I would never um, really reach the the benchmark that I had set for myself. So instead, like each year, I kind of just tell myself, let's just progress a little bit, you know, let's find something for personal growth. And for me, I think 2022 is going to be a lot about um, prioritizing like self care and, and just kind of being kind to myself in, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because that that's what this episode is going to be about. This short stab is just us talking about resolutions, what they mean to us, what does the new year mean uh, to us. And I, first of all, I think you brought up so many things. So I love the fact that you used to put like these good things that happened and put them in a jar. Like that's such a visual thing. And then I bet that's so fun to like dump them all out at the end of the year and like read through them. I might try and adopt that actually, because that just sounds really fun. And I feel like I forget everything that happened and I get caught up in maybe like one bad thing that happened, you know, one week before. And then you look at your jar of a thousand great things that happened. And it's just a good reminder that, uh, there's a lot of good things happening and it can get lost sometimes. So that's, that's actually a really good idea, but back to what we're talking about is resolutions. I think you brought up another good point, uh, that 2020 was when they kind of fell off. Um, the fact that you're even doing anything at all is impressive. Cause I think now it's like, we've gone so far in the other extreme is like, if you do try and do resolutions or you try to set goals, it seems like there's a lot of hate towards <laughs> setting goals and trying to improve yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you felt that, but I, uh, 2020 was really transformative for me in a more positive way. There were a lot of negatives, obviously. And I know a lot of people suffered. So for me to say that is kind of like a slap in the face to some people who really had a hard time with it. But, um, I'd completely changed careers. Um, I'm not at the same company I was, I'm 
now a full on Peloton cult member. Like I work out so much now and feel like so healthy. And there were like a lot of positives for me as well as like the negatives too. So I think going into this year, I got really excited because I read a a book called Atomic Habits and I was thinking Mm. about more about identity goals instead of just trying to do something that everybody else is doing, you know, the typical ones that everybody sets for themselves. I like have a different outlook on numbers, like weighing yourself on a scale and basing your success on that, for example, is total garbage to me. Like my whole perspective on them has changed. So while I don't, I agree the term resolutions now, like has lost its weight. I still think there's some really awesomeness that can happen if you set some goals for yourself. And it doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year. You can start before the beginning of the year. You can do something for a month and be like, you know what, this isn't working. Let me figure out maybe a different way to try this. Or maybe I just drop it. Maybe it's not actually going to bring me any happiness. And Mm -hmm. like, maybe that's that. And you can like do something else, pick up a different goal that you want to do in February. Like it doesn't have to be on January one, but I think it, maybe got tough for people after like everything dropped off 2020 and now people are trying to like pick up the pieces and trying to move forward. And that can be tough for some people to like see, I think. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that you said like it could start, you could basically have like a a fresh start every month. I mean, for some people, their fresh start has to happen daily. You know, it just really depends on what you're, what you're dealing with. And I think when it comes down to resolutions, I like the, I like the base basic idea of it. Um, I think it feels, it gives people hope to like have a goal for themselves and have like a better version of themselves, like waiting on the horizon. Like that feels like super hopeful. And it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. But you have to be super mindful, especially nowadays, I think, in terms of like what that better version of yourself really means, um, you know, losing, losing weight or um, I don't know, like typical resolutions that people make. Like you said, if it's not bringing you happiness, like that's not that's like, not why are you version. doing it? Are you doing it because right. you feel like you need to fit into a certain size jeans or are you doing it because like you want to be more athletic and strong. And you're like, I want to be able to lift a certain amount of weights or I want to like be able to run a certain distance. Like what are your actual goals with that? Because I know we have talked about just to bring up the weight one, because we've talked about weight a lot and like fitness and things like that. I'm sure we'll do a whole short stab about that stuff, but um, we've talked about that before and just our unhealthy views on it. And um yeah, you might hit that goal weight, say per se, but like, you don't even know if that's like, how are you going to look at that weight? You don't know how you're going to feel at that weight. If that's even healthy for you to be at. Um, I'd love to reflect on anytime I get caught up in that. I reflect on this fact that a great friend of mine, one of my best friends, she's tall, really tall. She looks like a, a model. She's like very lean muscle, like very lean. She's like athletic, but slender. And I look at her and I look at myself and I'm like, there is no way that like, I don't weigh more than her. And we got on the topic somehow. And she actually told me her weight. She weighs 20 pounds more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Every weight looks her. I would think she'd weigh a hundred pounds and she literally weighs 20 more than me. I'm not going to like outer weight and like say my weight either. Cause why would we do that? But the point is, is just like the number is so stupid and it really sucks that that's what you're focusing on. So 
if you're listening to this, I think you brought up a great point too. the progress, not perfection thing. Like just make it progress, make it your goal to, instead of being like, I need to lose 30 pounds, just be like, I don't know, go for a walk at lunch. Like that's really exactly, <laughs> exactly. Especially if you can't go zero to a hundred. Like yeah. I, um, I tell my clients all the time with any major goal they have in mind, whether it's like a personal trip, anything, any goal should be a smart goal. And smart yeah. stands for small, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time sensitive. And if you're not making a smart goal, you're really setting yourself up for failure. And, you know, if, if you have to start small, you have to celebrate your little successes. And then, you know, it's going to become a habit, it's going to become a routine. And those are the things that like, you know, with Peloton, right, I, I, Sometimes I will see like the stacks that you do for your workouts. I'm like, which Damn. I stopped posting by the way, because I was like, I don't want, like. I was like, I don't think anybody's getting anything out of me like showing all <laughs> the workouts I'm doing. But no, to a point, like they were super like motivating for me. Like I would see Aww. those stacks and I'd be like, oh shit, like I could, I could actually mix and match. Like I wasn't thinking outside of the box in that way with Peloton. So I was doing like maybe a spin one day and then a strength the next day. But then I started mixing them up on the same day and that felt really nice. But then other times I'm like, ah, fuck, like I can only do, I've got about 10 minutes in me today. So then I, I started like taking a gentle approach with myself and saying, all right, well, 10 minutes is better than no minutes. Let's do something for 10 minutes. You could do anything for 10 minutes. And then afterwards I would look at Josh, we would do them together sometimes and we'd be like hell yeah proud of us for doing those 10 minutes so it really is just like honestly that's why I say 2022 is bad just being kind to myself but also um you know pushing myself I don't want that kindness to become laziness and say oh it's okay bestie you don't need to work out today you're you're sexy like no you need to work out today because it feels good and and you feel energized afterwards and you feel stronger and also I've been um you know, I've been trying to journal more to reflect and, and process shit. I've been trying to make my bed, if, even if it's not every day, because I notice that when I come back to it at night, I'm like, oh, that feels so nice. Like having a nice, like made bed, drinking water because I fucking need it. And I never drink enough water, um, you know, things like that, where I know like you, you said one of your identity things was like to become a reader. I've been wanting to read more too. So like I got this, um, app that will send me reminders like reminder to read like 10 minutes today and and I fucking do it and after I do it I'm like hell yeah bitch you did something for yourself today that you wanted to do it's really like a self-care thing and you know sometimes we have to force ourselves to do self-care because we could get so caught up in just the everyday of life yeah and and um yeah, you brought up so many things there that I like love so much. Um, talking about small habits. That's the, I keep preaching this book because I just read it and I thought it was such an incredible way to talk, like think about habits. I had never thought about goals in this way. As you know, with me, I'm the person that's like, I just go to 100. I don't do the steps in between. Yeah. I'm just like, you're going to work out every day for three hours. Like that's the type of person that I like am. And then you get super burnt out after like a day of that and you can continue on. And so this one is just about like, okay, so that's maybe the goal. Maybe you do want to do, maybe you want to run a marathon, right? Maybe that's your ultimate goal. I want to be able to run a marathon. Well, 26 miles sounds impossible. So how can you scale that back to where, you know, maybe the daily habit is you just put your running shoes on. Yeah. 
maybe you don't even go for a run, but you put your running shoes on. Like it really breaks it down to that point where it's, you have to build up the habit to get to that point. You're not just going to put, you know, your running shoes on and then run for 26 miles. Like that's not how that works. So, um, you know, trying to approach more things like that. You talked about the reading, which that helped to have an accountability. I told Kyle, I wanted to read more because I used to read all the time. This is where this came from was I used to commute to my office every day Mm. before 2020. And I would read for a good hour. Um, it was at least like 40 minutes each way. And so I would read for at least 30 minutes if I read one way. Um, so I would read and then, um, whatever, go to work and then maybe read on the way back or listen to a podcast. But because I don't have that anymore, it was like, when am I going to find the time to do that? And I mentioned that to Kyle and he felt the same way. And so him and I read a couple pages. I can't read for very long because I get tired, but, um, he got me this like warm nightlight. So like reading lights, blue light, it's like a orangey kind of tone, which is perfect. It kind of helps me go to sleep. And he always wants to do it instead of watch TV now. So nice. on days when I'm like, I don't really want to, he's like, yeah, I want to read. And so then I'm like, okay, I can read one page. And that's my, that's my baseline is my yeah. habit is to read one page a night. Right. That's my baseline. It's like, that's how well, because once you get that momentum going, you're going to probably read more than, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's I never just one page. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, eventually one of the goals is to, I want to write more or just write in general, maybe someday write a book that's like really far out there, but at least have like some blog posts, like every couple of months is like for me right now this year. And just, just, just get started. It's like whip out your notebook and write down one sentence. It's never one sentence. It's usually like three or four minimum, like that I end up cranking out because I can't just write one sentence, but like, yeah, that's the baseline. And then I don't, and then to your point too, I don't feel bad because I did it. And I was like, that was my baseline. Yeah, I did something and that's my baseline. And you can't not do it. Once you you get to a point where you're like, I can't not work out or I can't not eat. Yeah, you look forward to it. That's that thing that that you do for yourself that now, like you said, you take stock of it feeling good. And once you you make that connection of like, oh, this is no longer a chore. This is actually something that I like and feels good for me. Then you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to do that again. And I mean- Journaling is amazing for so many freaking reasons. Yes. Um, so many reasons. I tell people like journal and they look at me like I'm psychotic. And then they're like, Lenny, journaling feels so weird because I feel like a li- like a little kid writing in their diary. And then the other day I I had I smoked a little burl, just a little bowl, just had a little bit. Um, and I was talking to a friend and I was like, listen, journaling feels weird, but it is literally like, it's like your inner child is, is kind of like reaching out to you through your adult like body. And it gives you a a chance to just check in with yourself. And, and sometimes it's healing and sometimes it's like scary. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's like, I want yesterday, my journal entry was, I want to dye my hair red again, but such a bitch to go back to blonde. Ugh. And then I left it at that. But like, sometimes it's a lot (laughs) deeper than that. Um, and I just, I love that. I think the reading is awesome. I love that you got Kyle in on it. I think having your partner, like do these things with you is, is super great and and healthy. And it also, you know, it forms like a connection between the two of you because you have something that you're doing together. So it's just so nice. I, I think it's really great. I, I heard this, um, I was listening to another podcast. I don't know. Have you ever heard of Serena Kerrigan? 
I don't think I have. That's okay. another one she's I like, have to jump on, I guess. <laughs> she's she's like she's an influencer, but she she's into like building confidence. And she said that she basically like built herself up from the bottom in terms of her confidence because she was really insecure by talking to herself in the mirror and just like kind yes, of daily this- affirmations. Yes. In the mirror, looking yep. at yourself, making eye contact with yourself. To tell, have you ever weird. tried to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you? Have you tried that? Because it's fucking Yes, weird. I have. It's <laughs> fucking bizarre. But I look at myself and I'm like, hey, bestie, you look beautiful. Love you. Kill this day. And and after like a few times of saying it, I was like, all right, it's not really that weird anymore. And it feels nice to know that no matter where I go, I can hype myself up no matter what. So like all of these things that we're doing, like we're doing this for ourselves and not relying on other people or, or external validations to make us feel worthy or, or acceptable. And I think that that, that becomes very powerful. And, and I love that for us. I love that for us. I also love that we have like, our friendship is a safe space. You know what I mean? Like I've never, um, I don't have too many, deep friendships because yeah. I feel like I don't trust a lot of people. Just it's also exhausting. Stuff. I'm just going to say that it's, for, for us, oh, um, we get very social exhausting, like exhaustion from talking. hundred percent. Absolutely. I mean, my job is literally to talk to people. Um, so if I don't have to, I don't, but, um, I also just, my job is also to hear other people's things. So I don't find that I often trust telling people about my things I just keep them in and and I'm fine with that but I feel like we've created a nice safe space for each other which feels really nice and I think that that's just awesome and I definitely appreciate you for that definitely well I appreciate you too and I think that's a great place to leave this conversation um I do want to throw out one more like example because I feel like you know these all seem maybe these don't relate to you but just to throw out a really random example so you can really tell that this approach of just taking small steps applies to everyone the book that I mentioned Atomic Habits um had a great one about Jerry Seinfeld and he has Mm. talked about it before how he he's a comedian right and he's like I have to keep doing it Um, and so he writes jokes every day and he's like, my goal is just to write one joke. I don't care if it's good. Most of the time they're bad, but the goal is just to write one a day. So you can take literally anything (laughs) in your life and just narrow it down to the smallest speck of whatever your goal is and just focus on that and apply it to Mm -hmm. your life. It doesn't have to be reading or writing or anything that we talked about. It can literally be anything. So I hope that this inspired people that were maybe feeling down or overwhelmed by another year. Cause this does kind of every time I feel like at the start of a new year, people get overwhelmed and feel like they have mm-hmm. to do something. You don't have to do anything, but if there's even a spark in you, that's like, I want to improve by 0.5% this year. And you don't know how to start, just start with the smallest thing. And, and- absolutely. And celebrate and celebrate that. I think 2022 should be about everyone. Everyone should really take care of themselves and prioritize their self-care and celebrating themselves because it 
really, it reverberates through all of your relationships. So I have to take care of myself in order to show up and be a good friend and a good partner and a good daughter and a good therapist. And, you know, that goes for everybody. So I hope that if anything, people just take away, like, just show up for yourself. You deserve it. And everyone in your life, yeah, everyone in your life will benefit from it too. Yeah, that's that's the key. Showing up. I, I think that's great. Perfect way to end this and wrap this up. That is our thoughts on resolutions, the new year, what we're working on, self-improvement, mm-hmm. and all of the above. We're all about it. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Love it. That's awesome. Well, I think that does it for this short stab, Lenny. I will see you in the next episode. <laughs> Sounds good, Blair. All right. Enjoy listening to the Two Girls, One Murder podcast. Show us some love on our Instagram by liking and commenting on our posts. Search Two Girls, One Murder. That's girls with a U in the search bar. Got a comment or feedback for us to improve the pod? Send us an email to twogirlsonemurder at gmail.com. That's girls with a U. Thanks for your support.